All right, welcome to WP Radio. I uh, just wanted to let everybody know this is a recorded segment from WP Radio Live at the OIAA Claims Conference in January 2019. I hope you enjoy all the different little uh, elevator pitches from all the companies. So sit back, relax, and enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you soon. It's uh, Terry Doherty. We're live at WP Radio, and my next speaker this afternoon is Dr. Philip Palmer. Dr. Uh, Palmer, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Good to be here, Terry. And uh, Dr. Palmer, uh, tell me, what's the name of your company? Uh, we're Genesis Rehabilitation and Physiotherapy. And what do you guys do at uh, Genesis? So we do multidisciplinary treatment uh, for patients that have had sports injuries or car accidents, concussions, things of that nature. And uh, where are you guys located? Uh, we have two, two locations in Toronto, one at Jane and Shepherd, and another one right by Vaughn Mills in Vaughan. And do you do um, MVAs, slip and falls, uh, sports yep. and sports-related stuff? That's right, correct. And uh, and what kind of stuff do you do it for the physio and the rehab? Is it uh, is it active? Is it passive? Is it combination of both? Uh, yeah, depending on the in injuries, there it's a combination of both. But we use a, a computer-based software program called the Optigate, which allows us to document. Um, not only in the assessment, but through the treatment program and reevaluations to see how what the program is doing for the patient and to give them objective results of that. And is that something that how how is that gauged? Is that something where it should be like on their uh, on the reflexes or on their strength, or yeah, how is so that the, all taken into account? So you can run a number of different programs. So from Having been in the New York at the New York Rangers training camp as a consultant, or AC Milan, or just dealing with concussion patients from car accidents, uh, there's different protocols. So you can you do uh, assessments of gait for balance. You do march in place tests. You can do single leg strength and power tests for athletes to check on their symmetry, where there you know where there's a deficiency. You know at the as you know Terry in, in the very high level sporting world um performance a percent or two is huge yeah absolutely so a lot of these teams want to make sure that their athletes are functioning to their max capacity so tell me what type of doctor are you i'm a chiropractor okay and i have a specialty in rehabilitation so i heard you say you were with the you went to the rangers camp that's right i, I consulted in 2012 at the new york rangers and i've been to ac milan and barcelona as well for the soccer clubs correct excellent and so how did you get involved in that uh i actually was one of the first people in canada to have the the optigate system so there's an American gentleman by the name of Dr. Peter Gorman, who's a chiropractor from New York. And he brought the technology from Italy. It was developed in Italy and was used on, you know, originally for Juventus, which is, as you know, a soccer yeah, team. Yeah, soccer team, yeah. And he brought that uh, technology to North America. And I was at the American Chiropractic Rehabilitation Board uh, Symposium Conference. Yeah. And he, he was demoing that, that software. So basically it's... Uh, it's like two skis that you place on a on the ground or a treadmill, and he was you know demonstrating what he was doing, and I said, look, I need one of those right away for my practice. So, I was one of the first people operating the machine in Canada, and he needed testers, 
So he asked me to come along with him. Wow, that's great. So is it something that people, uh, most rehab facilities have? Because I've never heard of it. I've got to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't say you would see this in a lot of places. Uh, it's extremely specialized equipment. But um, having said that, uh, there's no reason for clinics not to have it. I it mean, sounds pretty cutting edge, though. It's very cutting edge. But, you know, in this new you know, evidence-based practice world, which is what we try and run, um, if you don't have objective data, it's, you know, it's kind of like trying to hit a dartboard in the dark. You know, I want to know what we're dealing with in terms of each injury when it comes in the, in the door. And I want to have some type of uh, goals or outcomes that we're able to hit and, and test it, you know, in a way that there's no bias or subjectivity involved. Now, does it also um, help with malingerers as well? So it will identify somebody that's malingering as opposed to somebody that literally is making an effort, but it's just not there yet? Right. Because basically, Terry, you can't fool the machine. So all of these tests that we're doing, we do three tests of the same thing, and you'll see a similar pattern. But if you do three tests and they're completely off in different aspects, it doesn't make any sense. Right? Like the person's going to have a presentation, which is a certain way. And they'll be able to, you know, if there is a dysfunction there, they're going to repeat that same dysfunction. But if you have a patient that's trying to say, well, I have a, a left knee issue, but when you do a gait test, you know, on two of the three trials, their left knee has the greatest push off, it, it's not a left knee issue. Yeah, it's something else. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so tell me about uh, the training camps. Like, did you, what did you do with them? Were you, uh, were you helping evaluate the athletes for um, readiness for, for camp, or what, is, what did it all involve there? Yeah, so what the group that I was part of, we would go in and do their – so at the beginning of all the training camps, they would do a kind of a baseline on yeah. all their players. So sure. You know, the forward-thinking athletic therapists kind of knew that how many push-ups or how many pull-ups or the maximum that they could squat had really no correlation to their on-ice performance or their on-field performance. They needed something that tested the actual, you know, movements and, and things they were going to perform in a game. So, like, skating, power, a lot of power testing. So, doing different jumping tests, one leg at a time doing uh, tests where they jump as high as they can and then jump after that as far as they can to test their ability to make an explosive movement and recover. So, you know, the Italians that developed um, the software just kind of took the tests that they did for soccer and modified them for skating. It was, it was extremely brilliant. Wow. So it was a lot more like, let's do movements specific to what I have to do on the field as opposed to just the Canadian standardized fitness test, right? Sure. Three pull-ups, six chin-ups, whatever right. it is, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't really correlate to skating, but we can see not only by by their figures what they were capable, capable of, but also where they may have a problem or an injury brewing that the training staff couldn't say, hey, you've got an issue. The athlete couldn't necessarily put a finger on it, but you know, it was able. We were able to pick out what you know, with a greater than five percent difference between sides, is what we're looking at. Which is for a pro athlete, that's a lot. But that is a lot in terms of just evaluating someone for an injury. If there was anything over five percent, that would have to be addressed before they could go back on the ice. So it was a, a maximizing performance and reducing the injuries 
And you can also look at it year over year, too, to see if they're developing or if they're stagnant or if they're actually losing muscle performance. Right, exactly. And, you know, nowadays in the world of sports, as you know, um, these general programs that they just give every athlete, okay, here's your program, it's the same for everybody, you're doing this bench press, this squat. Now what we're seeing is that they're able to say, okay, you have this issue with your right leg, but your left leg has a different issue. So we're gonna train those issues separately and, and then we'll reevaluate you with the opti OptiGate after. So wow. it's becoming much more specific and, and as you said, high tech. So let's talk about head injuries because head injuries are, you know, I, I find them very interesting about people with uh, concussion and post-concussion syndrome. Mm -hmm. How do you guys treat that? Tell me about that. It's very different based on each presentation. Um, a lot of people, whether they've had a concussion or they're recovering from a concussion, will identify symptoms where they're just not right, but they can't exactly put a finger on how or why. So if you're watching somebody walk, the body gets very good at compensating for, for a dysfunction. But when you have them walk for a long period of time, you start to pick those issues up. Well, not me, but the machine. Machine. The software picks it yeah, up. Yeah, and closing your eyes and standing on one foot, if you can balance and those kind of stretching type. Yeah, though, yeah. Though that kind of idea, like marching in place or yeah. marching in place with your eyes closed. Yep. And then when you, when you have somebody do a physical task, like walking on a treadmill, and then make them add executive functioning into that. So asking them to do math problems or, you know, look at lights and identify, you know, which light it is. It really confuses the nervous system and it brings out the dysfunctions. Now, um, we talk about, the, you know, I've heard a lot of people say you've got a concussion or you've got a brain injury. You've got a traumatic brain injury. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? So let's, for the people that don't know, mm -hmm. fortunately I do know, let's talk about the different types of concussions or the severity, you know, okay. brain injury, traumatic brain injury, or just your standard concussion. Right. So I would say that most concussions that we see in our office would be termed minor brain injuries, right? They're not concussions. They're not... Uh, a traumatic brain injury could be a very hard hit to the head or a stroke where you're not really going to regain that part of your brain or it's very unlikely where, for instance, you could have like a, a TIA or a transient ischemic attack, which is technically a dysfunction of your brain, but you recover from it quickly. Yep. So for, for my particular, what we're working with particularly is the mild traumatic brain injury or which are most concussions in my opinion so your mva where there's a whiplash right. involved injury or you know that would have to be a very forceful hit it would also for a concussion you'd you'd almost have to hit your head on the glass or something like that like i understand you can get that brain your brainstem trauma from that you know forceful flexion and extension yeah but it tends to be it tends to be more a hit on the glass or something on the car or you know people on headrest right or or the bus you know they hit their head on that pole that people hold on to Things yeah like that. yeah so what else do you guys treat at the uh, the facility uh, pretty much everything I mean um, sports injuries you're gonna get you know everything from cruciate ligaments to hip fractures, hip pointers, high ankle sprains, back, yeah, headaches. People having to have uh, parts metal put in them 
And then the rehab that goes with that? Yes, often. Or even, you know, just scopes where they're getting ligaments reattached or, you know, uh, minor minor disc, um, you know, operations, things like that. Yeah, as having a kid who was a high... Both my kids were high-level athletes, but my son in particular had to have surgery of his humerus, and they had to move his radial nerve. So then he lost the use of his hand for and his most of his arm for about eight weeks. Right. And uh, the doctor said it'll either come back over time or it won't come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we don't know. <laughs> so, you know, y- y- you go through these things and y- you wonder, like, what's the rehab for that? And then you find out there isn't any until after it starts to come back. Right. Right? So you're left with, a, you know, these kind of things wondering. So I'm always interested to see... You know, you talk about the system, the abdicate and stuff like that. That's for me, that's really interesting. And, right. Well, you know, know, it's particularly good for, you know, we do see some patients that have had amputations from car accidents, foot, toes, motorcyclists. Yes. You know, that's a big one for the them. organ donor people. Yeah. So <laughs> we, you know, you talk about the nerve and, the, and that interaction of, no, of wondering whether it'll come back or not. But you just, you know, obviously do what you can. Yeah. You do as much balance and proprioceptive work or just, you know, kinesthetic awareness, and it kind of fires the the uh, nervous system back up. Do you guys use any water aerobics or any things like that for people, like uh, swimming and stuff like that? To... Yeah, we don't have aqua therapy at our clinic, yeah. but we have a very good community center nearby that offers that. Kind and you of... offer that type of train, like teaching them those types of programs to yeah. get into and involved? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I would say probably 30% of our patients that we see and rehabilitate and then ultimately discharge continue with those programs afterwards. That's excellent. Yeah. Dr. Palmer, how would people get in touch with you at, uh, at, your, at your company? How do, they, how do they reach out, adjusters or, you know, somebody that's been hurt? How can they contact you? Yeah, uh, the website is genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, at genesisrehab.net. And what about a number, phone number? You got yep. toll free or 416? Uh, 416-742-3767. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for being on the uh, podcast today, Dr. Palmer. I appreciate your time and learning more about Genesis. Good to be here. Thank you. Tim. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to WP Radio Live. We appreciate your time and listening to the podcast. And check back in a few days as we'll have another one coming out.